This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hi everyone, you're listening to Brewing Talks, the perfect marketing concoction. And just last week, we were so glad to complete our 25 episodes and uh, we are looking forward to the next set of, uh, you know, uh, some amazing conversations from creative minds in this industry. One topic which I haven't covered so far uh, is, is a very crucial one to look at in today's time, I would say, because there's so much happening, there's so much action on, in digital happening. Uh, and that is about personal branding and the relevance and the growing importance of personal branding. And to, uh, to brew up a very interesting conversation with me on this topic, I have with me the guest for today's show, Ms. Vaishali Vagle. Welcome to Brewing Talks, Vaishali. Thank you so much, Madhulika. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Absolutely. Pleasure is mine too, Vaishali. Uh, for the listeners to know, Vaishali uh, Vakli is the founder of Zenis uh, and also the executive leadership coach. She is also a personal brand consultant to several global leaders of future 500 companies. Uh, she has over 22 years of experience, of corporate experience rather, with uh, JP Morgan and Citigroup. I'm sure there's lots to converse with Vishali, so I guess let's just, uh, you know, move forward with this. Uh, so Vishali, before we, we kind of, you know... Uh, uh, focus more and get more highlights into this in today's episode's theme let me understand a bit more about your journey tell me something about your journey a little bit about zenes you know uh, yeah all yours okay thank you so much and uh, great uh, to be here as i said again uh, let me speak about my professional journey uh, and i like to speak of that as a story of four a's mm-hmm. those being adventure ambition awareness and advocacy Um, and if you'd like a glimpse into it uh, my first seven years of my professional journey have been full of adventure I was Mm -hmm. living and working in the UK and US around that Mm -hmm. time um, working with Citigroup and this was a pure area of adventure and learning so many new and different things also cross-cultural to a lot of extent right I would look at the next seven years as those of ambition as I started to climb the corporate ladder of success, the typical investment banking technologist journey. Mm -hmm. And beyond that became a journey of seven years of awareness. Mm -hmm. This is also the time when Zenes was born. uh, And this was the time when I had this newfound realization about personal branding and Mm -hmm. how important and potent this whole thing can be. Right. I come from a family of educators and entrepreneurs. So I guess Zenes has been a little bit of a harmony of education Mm -hmm. and entrepreneurship for me. So that is how it all came about in that time span. And currently, in my fourth A, I'm now on to advocacy, where I wish to spread the word and the knowledge about leadership brand presence. Because I firmly believe that when people understand this, they could do their best and be mm-hmm. their best. So right. that's Absolutely. a little bit. Uh, about. Oh, that's wonderfully. That's wonderfully described too. Uh, so, Vishali, uh, just uh, okay. Let's start. Uh, you know, conversing about today's episode's theme, which is about personal branding. So, I know it's 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 easy to understand what we mean by personal branding, but it will be great to hear it from you further as to what exactly is personal branding, because I've seen a lot of times, you know, people confuse it with 
self promotions which is i think is very different from the concept of personal branding <laughs> so could you tell us exactly what is personal branding and you know how different it is from self promoting yourself sure i think that's a great question madhulika um mm-hmm. if i were to say that personal branding is the art of telling your own story to the world right okay yeah and i know you've done 25 episodes already of brewing talks and i know you've done tremendous amount of work and and a lot of beautiful mm. stories that you've weaved through these mm. podcasts right in some sense you may all relate to stories right we've seen and heard stories since our childhood mhm either parents or grandparents narrating them to us and these are stories that have left a very remarkable imprint in our minds mm-hmm. they True. have in some sense shaped our thinking our beliefs and then they slowly start to become that sacred bundle that mm. we start to relate with and we say this right. is who i am right it starts to give others a glimpse into our character let's say our values our ethics and then even our desires and dreams and intentions hmm. so i really like to look at personal branding as the art of telling your own story mm-hmm. and the reason i say this emphasis on telling your own story is because mm-hmm. believe it or not each one of us is a brand True. which means each one of us has a story and right. if we don't tell our own story and we let it rest mm. in the hands of others correct uh, chances are that people cook up a story about us okay and that is where that gap between perception and reality starts to happen okay uh, we start to face this stage where we feel that oh why do people think of me in a different way this is not who i am truly why am i not getting the opportunities that mm-hmm. i truly deserve because these are my strengths and so on so okay. a lot of times i think personal branding becomes to the point you said earlier as self promotion that mm-hmm. is the negative connotation that people attach to okay. personal branding and feel known that my work speak for itself i don't right. need to tell my own story however Correct. telling your own story is really really very important and crucial because then you really tell the world what is your value what are your strengths what what are those beautiful opportunities that can come your way because mm-hmm. this is who you truly are and when True. that happens i think you get better opportunities to deliver your brand value um right so rather than saying personal branding is not for me it is about self promotion mm-hmm. i would like people to think of it slightly different a lot more positive and say if i brand myself and tell my own story chances are that i get better opportunities and i'm able to bring out the true value that i can and mm. help the world okay but you said something very interesting uh, it may sound a little contradictory to what you are trying to you know you're saying that we got to take charge of ourselves in terms of what story we want to communicate to the world right mm-hmm. but then there is also another way of looking at it vishali what is like if if i do something and others speak about it whether it's positive negative well that's a separate thing but if others speak about it that has more weightage than me speaking about myself mm. so don't you think there is a viewpoint to that aspect as well to an extent there is absolutely now that mm. is really when you help others tell the right story correct 
correct so is that's also like a part of personal branding that in a way is, that ah is. okay so i think we'll come to this uh, you know in more detail when we ask you about how to go about conducting your you know like make creating your own successful personal brand so before that uh, i think there was a time i don't know how many years back but uh, personal branding was more associated with a certain niche set of audience right let's say more so with celebrities per yes. se mm-hmm. uh, what's the scene today and can we confidently say that it's no longer just confined to celebrities oh absolutely i think the 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 element of branding was like you said for celebrities for uh, world leaders and politicians mm-hmm. uh, so in that sense the term personal branding is not new but it mm-hmm. was exclusive in its nature because mm-hmm. the the need was felt only for some of the uh, elements in society that really used it in the past however mm-hmm. a lot has shifted in these last 10 to 15 years one of mm-hmm. the biggest change that we have all experienced let's say just last year the year of 2020 we can safely call it the world of vuca vuca mm-hmm. uh, is a term v u c a that okay. uh, stands for a world as volatile uncertain complex and ambiguous okay it's a term of course right. that comes from military but mm-hmm. we don't need to be in a military environment to experience vuca we are experiencing it even as we Correct. speak and yeah. the other bit that has changed is this is a world where globalization has happened again in these last 10 12 15 years hmm. right so hmm. the number of people that let's say our parents had to connect with for work mm-hmm. was possibly like one tenth of the numbers that we need to connect with at the mm, same time absolutely. you and i need to connect with a lot of people across different cultures different boundaries of um, you know countries and so on so in that sense a world of vuca and a world that's more global and mm-hmm. closer to each other and at the same time a world that is now increasingly becoming more cluttered and mm-hmm. the word clutter here is in in terms of both too much of too many things right so there are mm-hmm. too many people with the same kind of skills and experiences and there is too much of very similar things happening and right. at the same time there is such a lot of um, clutter in our minds in terms of our attention spans and too many distractions and so on so when you think of a world that is vuca globalized and full of clutter right the question is how can you thrive in such a world how can mm. you and i how can uh, any body who's not a celebrity or a politician or a world leader even even regular individuals how mm. can we thrive in such a world and therefore the skills that one needs are possibly better awareness of your potential mm-hmm. um better collaboration mm-hmm. better influencing skills and leading okay. through such kind of a complex situation and then the confidence to thrive in uncertainty which i i also okay. feel is a very crucial piece that that one needs to build and okay. branding i guess is that one such uh skill that is going to help all of us uh mm. thrive in in this kind of an environment so right i don't feel branding now needs to be only for the select few but it is a 
a super critical skill for mm-hmm. pretty much everybody absolutely totally agree with that and some interesting insights uh, vishali so uh there was a time when digital did not exist but yes personal branding was there in some form or the other but now i mm-hmm. think it's taking a more concrete and a very highlighted uh, you know area of focus for a lot of us as you rightly said uh, so let me not get into the uh, what's personal branding in the digital space i would want to understand from you what are the challenges we have uh, to you know uh, brand ourselves in the digital space per se while we have enough options available yeah. but then are we facing any challenges particularly in this area when you speak of digital space uh, if if i may just elaborate that a bit and tell me if this is where you're thinking it it typically is the social media and the websites and and stuff like that is that correct yeah online? correct yeah. Uh, having a website yeah, absolutely like you talk about linkedin today very mm-hmm. being very such a strong channel you know or generally as such yeah or just putting up a video on you know on social media once again and trying to portray what you want to you know what you want to say to the audience as such yeah yeah so the the challenge is in both spaces according to me the challenge is both in a physical and virtual environment as well as in mm-hmm. a digital space in the digital space it becomes a, a little bit more because of the hesitation i believe sometimes people have about okay. projecting who they truly are and okay. i continue to bring this out you want to project who you truly are so personal branding is not about creating a fake identity uh, a mm-hmm. lot of times we have seen that the the world of social media becomes a a complete different space of a person projecting who he or she is not that mm-hmm. is not what personal branding is but personal branding is helping you to bring about a true identity of yourself in all platforms available for your disposal so right. when you when you think of digital the the tremendous amount of uh, growth in these spaces has happened again similarly through this whole globalization right so Mm-hmm. what is a website and what is social media help us today it helps us connect with people seamlessly across so many boundaries mm-hmm. which was very difficult in the past so if i were to have a website of my own if i were to have a a great social media presence of my own it starts to do one thing it starts to give me access to a lot of people to a lot mm-hmm. of uh, opportunities that were possibly not available before right and the second thing it does is it helps me learn a lot more and mm-hmm. cater to the right kind of either clients or customers um or for that matter you know get the right kind of opportunities so the digital space is is something that i would through your medium of this podcast love for people to to think as how do i use this space so it's it's like a tool how do i use this space hmm. to again promote and project the right brand that i have true and okay. in in the sense of branding i i typically uh, speak of branding as uh, c3 which is the mm-hmm. way you carry yourself okay the way you conduct yourself okay and the way you converse with others okay and interesting if you apply this c3 mantra Okay. you can apply it in all 
walks of life, be it digital, Correct. be it physical. Correct. So just Correct. remembering this C3 will mm-hmm. will help anybody find uh, the, the way to go about digital branding. And right. if there are any kind of roadblocks or you know self-limiting thoughts that come in the way, just keep applying and thinking about C3 to see if you're mm-hmm. able to overcome that. Can you repeat the uh, C3 once again? Uh, the first sure. stands for conduct. So first is the way you carry yourself. Carry yourself, correct. And the then we come to the conducting. Yeah, Conduct, absolutely. And the and third is converse. Converse, wonderful. I'm going to remember this since I was making a note of it when you <laughs> spoke. <laughs> Great. So uh, Vishali, let's understand from you now, uh, how should one go about... So, you know, this question, I'm sure uh, a lot of our listeners are going to be very eager to understand from you because while there's a lot of talk happening about personal branding, a lot of people are not even clear, you know, how to go about creating your own brand. There's not enough. uh, Okay, fine. Thanks to Google. We might just Google and get some information about how to create a personal brand, the top 10 steps, etc. But there's not enough that people have as information and knowledge in this area that they can be very confident to conduct this exercise on their own. Hmm. Or maybe, you know, that's how we have to kind of sometimes take consultation from others to, you know, make something very strong and concrete. So how does one go about creating a personal, a more of a memorable personal brand? Now that's, uh, one, it's a great question because it is the need of the hour. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, of course, there are much more detailed ways of of how you would go about doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me share with you uh, a little bit of a glimpse into the, the process. So mm-hmm. the first thing is anybody should start with these three questions. Okay. Ask themselves these three questions. Uh, I truly feel that if anyone sits down in a very reflective mode and mm-hmm. ponders on these three questions, it has the potential to change your life. And okay. I would say that with full confidence because that's exactly what has happened to me for someone mm-hmm. to change from being a technologist to Mm -hmm. starting my own company. Mm -hmm. So the three questions, um, what would you like to be remembered as? Right. What would you like to be remembered for? Okay. And what are you doing about it today? Okay. Okay. Simple questions. Right. But very powerful questions. Very powerful. Yeah. Correct. And then... Mm. Once you find these answers, the model for building your personal brand is Mm -hmm. discover, design, Mm -hmm. and deliver. Okay. And this model, I like to call it a model again, because this is not like a one-off activity. Imagine this to be like a cyclical model. So you do discover, design, deliver Mm -hmm. across different phases of your life on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Typically, what this helps you to do is discover who you truly are, uncover Mm -hmm. your beliefs and know yourself better. And then once you've done that, and possibly these three questions will help you a little bit with that. Mm -hmm. um, Then you go ahead and design your brand. And Mm -hmm. that is where the C3 comes in, what we Mm -hmm. spoke about, the way you carry yourself, the way you conduct yourself and the way you converse with others. Right. And... The the main thing here is to say that, am I doing C3, which is in harmony with 
how I've discovered myself and who do I want to be. Hmm. And those are the adjustments that one can make. I want to be X, but it's a journey towards being that X person. And Hmm. how do I change or alter or flex a little bit of the C3 so that 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 happens? And then the deliver, because if you just discover and design, but don't actively deliver your brand, then there is no value. So the third Hmm. D is to deliver so that you unleash that brand excellence. And Hmm. uh, like I said, don't stop at that first step. You want to go on and do this in a more cyclical fashion. Um, Hmm. Not again, very regularly, but at least let's say every few years or when you are at a certain transition phase in your life. Okay, right. So uh, any any practical example, uh, like since, you know, you've been in this field for many years, is there something you want to cite as an example, maybe without naming the person or something that, you know, how, what series of steps were taken and how that really led, you know, a complete makeover or a change or maybe a certain way the person wanted to be positioned, uh, you know, in front of its audience or whatever. Is there something that you would like to share more into this area? Uh, let me give you my example only. That's the, sure. the most uh, <laughs> non-controversial yeah. rather than giving okay. any of my clients. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. So if, if you were to think of my professional journey so far, so as a uh, investment banking technologist, Correct. kind of brand, and this was in that area where I didn't know about personal branding. So it was almost an unconscious brand that was built. Mm-hmm. Um, was a brand who was pretty authoritative mm-hmm. uh, in in a way that uh, people would look at me as, well, the job will get done, but it's also a, a brand which is no nonsense, not much of small talk and, and so on, right? So I had a very mm-hmm. strong brand presence unconsciously and unknowingly. Okay. Did it help me? Maybe a little bit. But it mm-hmm. also came in the way because I think a lot of people found it intimidating. A lot of people found uh, that it was a little difficult to approach me if there was any problem or challenge. Okay. Now, when I moved out of the, the zone of being a technologist to becoming a coach, mm-hmm. the first and foremost thing had to be I had to be more approachable. True. There was there was no point in saying, hey, I'm a coach and then people find me intimidating or people find right. it very difficult to work with me or are unable to express their true uh, sentiments and thoughts, right? So right. If, if I were to think of myself, if I would have remained in the same zone that I was as a technologist, I wouldn't do well as a coach. Um, hmm. Therefore, a few things that I had to change was, of course, the way I carry myself. And this is hmm. about the clothing uh, element primarily so okay. carry is about clothing grooming and body language so okay okay going from a very authoritative okay to becoming slightly more approachable okay that's one change mm-hmm. um, the way I converse with others now being uh, again like I said very little small talk very little uh, you know sidebar conversations and so on I had to force myself to do a little bit more of small talk. Mm -hmm. You can't change somebody's core 
So let's say mm-hmm. when people, uh, you know, a lot of people relate themselves as I'm an introvert, I cannot speak with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, is there a way that you could start some conversations with a little bit more of personal connect that mm-hmm. then helps to break ice and then make the environment a slightly bit more comfortable for others? So mm-hmm. the way I had to converse was again different and I had to flex and change that style from Mm. being authoritative to being more approachable. Um, So in a sense, the three questions which I gave you, right, what do I want to be remembered for and remembered as? I And what does it mean for me to be a better coach? It starts Mm. to then help me, it helped me really to figure out what does the C3 look like for me? And the C3 becomes a key thing here because others respond to the C3, Hmm. right? So people respond to the way I carry myself. People respond to me in the way I conduct myself. People respond to what I speak and converse with them. So Hmm. that's really what others respond to when people, because that's what people are seeing in in us, right? That's the external appearance of our brand. Um, And therefore... This is just like a small example from what you asked, but no. But this is this is really amazing because it it makes you know it's, it makes me understand these concepts very clear because I'm coming to one point right now. Mm. So you know we kind of have somewhere understood that personal branding is a lot to do with the cosmetic, uh, you know, a touch up to let's say our external personality, the way we look. Okay, fine, I agree. That's the starting point and it's important. Mm. But what I'm also realizing with your conversation that it's a lot to do with something changing inside you because only when something starts changing inside you is when it can be sustainable otherwise maybe you do it for a day you do it for another day but after the third day you feel okay let me come back to my normal thing you know so I think consciously when you are aware that you want to bring about a change or you want to get people's look at you in a very different perspective is when the change starts happening absolutely I think you hit it on the 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 nail on the head so Okay. When you think of personal branding, if you just think of it as a makeover, hmm. then all you're going in for this makeover, a one or two day glamour thing, hmm. right? That's Correct. not what personal branding is. Correct. It Absolutely. has to be a sustainable change in you. And therefore, it has to be something that is core to your beliefs. Because only hmm. when you believe in a certain way that I need to make this change so for me I had to believe in myself that I can be a good coach and I needed to find ways of becoming a good coach does it does it mean that you had to be a completely different person not at Mm -hmm. all it just Mm -hmm. meant I had to flex a few things so that I could help others also understand this element of my brand which mm. was important. So personal branding, like you just said, is a lot about first internalization of your own self, who you think you are, your beliefs. Mm. And then, of course, they start reflecting in your behavior. Okay, right. And have you ever had, uh, so we usually associate personal branding exercise with exercises with, you know, something to do with our professional agenda more so, right? Mm. Professionally, how we want to be seen as a leader, business-wise, how do we want to brand ourselves? But is personal branding also used for our personal reasons? 
Mm. I mean, you know what I'm trying mm. to say, right? Mm. <laughs> so do we use like today I say, maybe in my own per- personal sphere of life, I'm, pers- I'm be- so I have a problem area. Let's say I come to you, Vishali, say pro- Vishali, I have a problem area that in my personal life, I'm a very different person. But you know, I don't know why people are perceiving me to be like this, because I'm not actually like that. So uh, that's a problem, right? Which I think can be solved with the help of personal branding. How do I brand myself personally for personal reasons? Absolutely. You you have to brand yourself both for personal as well as professional reasons in the right way. So while uh, I like you said, a lot of times the work for personal branding is from a more professional context to be a better mm-hmm. leader, to be, um, you know, to, to service the society in a better way, etc. But it finally is personal, right? That's the word, mm. personal branding. So mm-hmm. you're not disassociating the person correct. from the brand. Correct. And correct. The I'll give you a, a sort of a, a different way to look at this. Okay. Yeah, so sure. think of this as another cyclical thing, right? So let's let's start with the first thing of the cycle. Um, think of your self-image, mm-hmm. right? So what is our self-image? It's the way I think about myself. Hmm. I associate my self-esteem, my self-worth, all of that to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, my self-image is the story I'm telling my own self about me. And there are days mm-hmm. when self-image is good, positive. And there could be days when the self-image is a little bit weaker, more hmm. slightly more negative. Mm-hmm. Now, the way my self-image is, is the way then I think and feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I've gone into the second sort of phase of that cycle. Right. The way I think and feel impacts the way I carry myself, I conduct mm-hmm. myself, and I converse with others. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's the C3. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. So that is now the externalization of my self-image. Right. Okay. Yeah. And others look at this C3. Right. So others respond to the C3. And how do Mm -hmm. the others respond? So the others respond to me as, hmm, I like your idea. Great going. Or Mm -hmm. no, I don't think this was a great presentation you made and so on. So there are different ways in which others respond to us, either favorable or not so Mm -hmm. favorable. And what happens Mm -hmm. is that feeds back into our self-image. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And that completes the cycle. So here, look at others as anybody in your personal context as well, mm. right? So be it your friends, mm-hmm. family, uh, your, let's say, uh, a lot of times we get this question also in the context of people getting into new relations, marriages, mm-hmm. and so on. So mm-hmm. you want to think of your brand from a lot of these angles as well, that my self-image mm. goes on to do the C3 which others respond to and feeds back into me. Therefore, if you are a little bit uncertain about your brand, we start to first work on the self-image. So through coaching, that is the first thing to tackle. Okay. Because there's no point taking a person and saying, hey, wear this fancy clothes and speak in a certain way with with your self-image at that point being absolutely low. Right? It doesn't work. So it's, it's a lot of inside work. To, to help externalize absolutely that's wonderful insights uh, Vaishali, on this on this in this area uh, okay so coming to the point uh, if you had to give a 
give a few message you know few few learnings and some takeaways uh, you know from our conversation to the you know the upcoming like the generation that's wanting to you know make it successful in their sphere of work their career their personal life what are, what are the key things that you would like to share with them you know what are the mes- what is the one message you would like to share with them mm this is a good one <laughs> um so it it doesn't matter really which sphere of life you're going to be choosing for yourself mm-hmm. because i think that each one of us goes through these different journeys in this big journey mm-hmm. if that is making any sense right so yeah, so you may choose so let's say somebody is graduating right now from college and that person chooses a certain field to work in a certain industry to work in and then after a few years does something completely different and after a few years goes on to become an entrepreneur and, and whatever right so mm. there will be these different phases in your life mm-hmm. from both a professional and a personal context and okay. these phases are linked through what i call transitions so okay. i transition from being a student to a professional i transition from being an uh, uh, a bachelor to being married or i transition from uh, x to becoming a ceo of a company so these are different transitions in our lives from both a personal and professional context mm-hmm. it is these transitionary phases that i think are very crucial in everybody's mm-hmm. life because they start to bring about a lot of expectations and aspirations mm-hmm. uh and they also sometimes bring these beliefs that maybe i won't do so well in that new space maybe i will fail right so you have mm-hmm. both the the high expectations and aspirations for yourself and you mm-hmm. also have this fear of failure or letting down somebody and so on okay interesting in these transitional phases so the point that you are asking me to sort of help people understand so my only thought would be that if you want to be successful in your life please watch out for these transitionary phases mm-hmm. and give yourself the element of working on your personal brand help yourself through working with a coach Okay. and move through a transition phase in a much smoother and a much calmer manner so that mm-hmm. you go into that next phase of your life with more confidence better committed to what you set out to do uh, mm-hmm. and feeling happier about yourself absolutely you know you said it so right vishal because you know many a times and i think i can say this to an extent with the younger generation also that there is a bit of a confusion right uh, there's so much happening around us there's so much of clutter in a way that there's a lot of uh, you know this picture is little blurred so i think what coaching does to you or what a coach can do to you is to bring you closer to your vision bring you closer to your direction and make it make it look like a clear picture in front of you so that you move ahead with a clear plan and an action plan rather so i think that's that's really what comes very handy when you have a coach by your side or you have someone to counsel you and make you tell you right this is where you are going in the right direction this is where you need to set things right as such 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I have become in this phase of advocacy, I think I have hmm. truly found value in coaching. It's not right. something that is so popular, unfortunately, Madhulika. It is not. Um, correct, correct. A lot of people look at coaching as... Uh, as as again negative unfortunately right people think okay. yeah people think of it oh there is some problem in me that's why i need a coach okay. or in corporates if a coach is assigned a lot of times it's associated with uh, the fact that oh am i not performing well enough and therefore i need a coach the mm. it's the exact opposite coaching Actually, is yeah. because mm. somebody is a good performer coaching is because somebody has a lot of potential therefore mm you're being given a coach or therefore you really go and seek out a coach because you realize that, okay, I, I think I have the potential to do a lot more, to do a lot mm-hmm. better, but mm-hmm. there are these little gray areas, right? There are mm-hmm. these little limiting factors maybe, or there is a little bit of a confusion. I don't know exactly how to go from point A to point B. Right. That's right. where a coaching comes in. You will, yeah, you will go from point A to point B, right? Everybody will go. It's just, do you want to go in 10 years or do you want to bring it down to two years? That's that's Mm. the only thing. (laughs) Correct. Absolutely. It was a very enlightening conversation that I had with you. Shall I trust me? And also personally, I think, you know, there was a lot of learnings that uh, I think the most important uh, aspect and uh, some very key highlights of this conversation was that this much deeper area that we need to understand. It's like it's like all this while there has been a notion that personal branding, let's, you know, do good on LinkedIn, let's do good on social media. We people will begin to relate with us, you know, in a certain way. But I don't think that's sustainable enough. There's a lot more that needs to be invested if he, someone has consciously decided that I need to make myself or rather I have to say my own story, as you said in the beginning. Right. So, and I think the C3 part of yours is something that you know, it's it's very crucial for all of us, whether we speak about carrying ourselves right, conducting ourselves right and conversing the right way. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Vaishali. It was truly, truly insightful as a conversation. I'm really glad, glad to have you on Rowing Talks. Thank you, Madhulika. I had a lot of fun. Absolutely. Same here. So listeners, this was uh, Madhulika, your host for the show with Vaishali Vagli on the topic of personal branding. Thank you for tuning in. Sign up and subscribe to Brewing Talks on the all-new eplog.media website. By subscribing, you can stay updated on the upcoming episodes and also share your comments and discussion on the show. I will be eager to know your thoughts. You can also listen to Brewing Talks on Ghana, Spotify, GeoSavan, Apple or Google Podcast. I shall catch up with you all soon with yet another interesting brewing topic. Till then, stay creative, stay safe, and take care.